Welcome to the Awesome Wedding Podcast. As always, it is me. It is I. I am terrible at grammar. John Yates, your host on this wedding planning extravaganza journey uh, into the unknown. And hopefully this podcast is making the unknown a little less scary. I know it's terrifying out there, guys. Uh, But today I am joined by a very good friend of mine, Laura K. Allen. I can't say her name without saying her full name, and I think that (laughs) kind of just works. Um, Because that's all of her branding, too. She's a phenomenal photographer. You can check her out on the Instagrams, at Laura K. Allen Photo. Uh, and the reason, and that's one of the reasons why I've asked her to be here today is because all of her photos are just so darn good. So I want to steal all of her secrets and, uh, help you guys out along the way. Uh, so Laura, thank you. That just sounds weird. Just saying Laura. You can say Laura K. Allen. (laughs) I'm not going to say Laura K. Allen throughout the whole thing. Just blur it all together. Laura K. Allen. Allen. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited for you to be on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Uh, So today we are talking about uh, just getting awesome couple portraits, and uh, Laura has uh, some fantastic notes. I'm really excited to kind of dive in and pick her brain on this, Uh, because for, I think, uh, like, it seems like everybody that I talk to, and it may just be my bias because I am also a photographer, uh, but everybody, every bride that I talk to or every couple that is getting married is really concerned about their portraits and looking good in their portraits. And they're also a little bit nervous about mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Yeah. So, um, so how can we break all of this, uh, this apart and make people a little bit less nervous? That's what we're talking about today. So let's just dive right into that. Uh, Laura, you've got some great bullet points. Yeah. Um, tell me kind of what, when you're, when you're kind of uh, going through the process with, with couples, when somebody's hired you to photograph their wedding, how do you kind of um, talk to them about this time in their wedding day of like the portraits and kind of reassure them that you are going to be able to get them awesome photos? Yeah. Um, well, basically I kind of set, I give them expectations first of all of, of how I do portrait sessions. Um, I always tell them we're going to start off with the really easy stuff. Um, the stuff that mom and dad want to hang on the wall, just you guys looking at the picture or looking at the camera. We'll take a few photos of, you know, um, just normal, normal photos that you would, you know, normally see. (laughs) And then we'll move into, you know, doing some actions so you guys could get moving a little bit. Um, and then I'll probably have my camera a couple inches from your face. Um, yeah. So you'll just, yeah, just invading the personal space and, you know, but I give them a warm up to it first. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I think that's, uh, I think that's really important. Um, do you, do you actually share, so that's kind of your process. And you just yeah. shared that with everybody, so everybody can now steal your process. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, but do you do you share that kind of beforehand, or is that just what like how you work during a session? Yeah. Um, well, typically I have contact with the bride first. The bride has seen my whole portfolio. She's you know stalked my Instagram uh, and my website and Facebook and all that stuff. The guy is just showing up. Typically, <laughs> no idea what what yeah. you know what's about to happen. Completely so clueless. I do a lot of times say to them like we're gonna start off with some normal stuff and then hey I'm gonna be all up in your business yeah. so just you know try to relax and if you start to feel awkward <laughs> just 
embrace the awkwardness um, because it's usually going to lead to some good laughs um, that I am definitely going to capture. For for sure. Yeah. And people, so people are just awkward in general. (laughs) Everybody's awkward. Like (laughs) I'm super awkward. Um, I'm not going to say that you're awkward, but like, okay. (laughs) So you said it, I didn't say it. Uh, But like every, everybody is. And if you're not used to being photographed by a professional, like it's, it is, it's so overwhelming. It's nerve wracking. And then you think about it and like, uh, you know, I, I look at the photos on my, on my iPhone and there's just, there's, I was going to say hundreds, but there's like thousands, if not tens of thousands of photos of me just looking, looking like an idiot and like a <laughs> dork because I'm like, ah, oh, this is the wrong angle. This is the wrong angle. And I feel like most people kind of go through that. Like if you're trying to take a selfie or if yeah. you're taking oh, a yeah. photo, like with your significant other, then you take all these photos and you're like, oh, it's so awkward. So uh, you kind of have to, you kind of have to one, get over that. And it sounds like what you do is a great way to get people over that kind of awkwardness. Because if you're moving around, if you're doing stuff, if you're doing an action, if if you're just walking together, if you're holding hands, if you're doing something, it's a lot less awkward, one, in your own head, but it's also a lot less awkward looking than just like standing there. Yeah, especially <laughs> if like, you know, you happen to get put into a pose that you wouldn't normally be yeah. doing, like just oh, out yeah. in a field in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. Like, yeah, let me, you know, like, and you feel kind of like not like yourself. So yeah. um, I try to avoid that at all costs. Um, yeah. But, you know, like the I call them posed candids. Sure. So, um you know, if people are walking, holding hands, and just kind of snuggling up to each other. It's a lot less pressure on them. They kind of get out of that mindset of like, right. do I look like my my tucking this <laughs> in? Am I doing this and that? Well, yeah. I mean, that's a girl's thought process anyway. So. No, I, I completely <laughs> go through that thought process, hundred uh, percent. So you said before, uh, embrace the awkwardness, mm-hmm. and I, I love that phrase. I, I, like, tell me what you mean by that. Like, yeah. what does that what does that look like? Well, you know, when I mean. When I've been on the other side of the camera and when someone's taking my photo, I'm thinking those things like, okay, you know, stand up straight, stick your chin out, you know, pull your gut in, um, just all of these things. And meanwhile, there's this big lens in your face (laughs) and you're like, just, you feel awkward. You do feel awkward. But the minute that you just kind of like allow yourself to be like, oh shit, this is awkward. Can I say shit? No. You you just did so <laughs> now we have to put the explicit label on boop. this episode. Oh no! Can you can we just boop it out? Nope, nope. Oh, it's going in. It's darn going it! In. Ju- Justin darn also it. cussed, so I'm you're, so you're sorry. good. You're in good company. Okay. So oh shit. Uh, <laughs> we're good for the rest we're of the good. episode. <laughs> we're good. Just say whatever you want to say. <laughs> I forget what I was talking about at this point. Um, so yeah, you know, just allow yourself to to feel like, oh my god, this is so awkward, and then just laugh about it. And yeah. we're, you know, a good photographer is going to snap that photo the moment that you break that awkwardness and feel good about it. Right? Know? Yeah, because yeah, and I think you said this before, but a lot of a lot of my favorite moments um, when I'm photographing someone kind of come out of those in between moments. So maybe right. I've put them in a pose or given them an action to do or something. And it's actually the moment in between. Mm -hmm. So just kind of allowing yourself to be present, be in that moment, 
not be so self-conscious where like every single time like you're freezing up. I think one of my pet peeves is um, is when when people just kind of do that and like they just feel like so tense the entire time. And like they think that like you take one photo and then and then that's it and like we can we can move on into right. something else. But no, like that's that's I mean that that might be some photographer's style, um, but I don't think it's mine and I don't think it's yours no. either. Like we're it's I'm we're constantly tra- talking, constantly yeah. getting them to move. Like yeah. it's not just like okay take that picture. All right, let's move on to the next thing. It's like, all right, like look this way, give a really big hug, do this, do that, do this, do that. Um, and you're just constantly moving through things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. What else, what else do you have for me? I know you've got some, some bullet points there. What's what's next on the list? So getting great couples portraits on the wedding day starts with the engagement session. Okay. Don't skip it. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't really need it. Uh, I want to save money or my mom took pictures or, you know, whatever the (laughs) case is, you still haven't had a chance to work with your photographer yet. You need to, you know, work out any kinks that you might have or, um, you know, just allow yourself to get comfortable in front of the the camera as well. Because, you know, on the wedding day, we've only got sometimes five minutes for portraits. That stresses <laughs> so, me out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, we got to be efficient. Right. <laughs> um, so don't skip the engagement session. Yeah. It's it's like a hair and makeup run through, you know, like yeah. you want to know what's going to happen before you go into the, the wedding sure. day. For sure. So. Uh, I just, I photographed an engagement session on Sunday and it was probably one of the longest engagement sessions that I've done. Um, just because we went to a bunch of different locations and I really like the couple. I like all the couples that I work with, <laughs> FYI, if you're listening to this. Uh, I really like this particular <laughs> couple. And uh, and we were drinking throughout the day and stuff too. So, uh, But then like at the end of it, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for you guys because I just realized how many photos that I've taken. And like, I'm going to have to call through these, but still like you're going to get a shit ton of photos. (laughs) And, uh, and I, and I told them and I tell every couple that I I do an engagement session with this, that when you get your engagement photos back, there are going to be some photos that you love more than others. Mm -hmm. Let me know which photos those are. And that's really going to help us be more efficient on the wedding day. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And like just that way, just like, I mean, just different, you know, poses or moments or just even how you like to see yourself photographed because yes. there's totally like a way yeah. that. Yeah. Well, like, I know like my, my nose is a little bit crooked. <laughs> I broke it. Like I want to turn it, you know, one way right. over the other. And, you know, when I smile, like, like a half smile instead of a full <laughs> smile, I look like I smelled something really bad. So, you know, like I want it, like it's yeah. those little things. You'd be like, Hey, um, I don't like when I smile this way or right. I would prefer to be on this side. And so that side, like, you know. Yeah. And, and me as your photographer might be like, Oh, I really like that half smile for whatever reason. And that's just how like I, we all see each other differently. Totally. And that's like, it's such a weird thing. And like even your significant other sees you differently And I read this somewhere, and I don't know where I'm going to go with this thought, but I'm just going to start it. (laughs) Just go for it. I read this this somewhere that, like, so we're used to seeing ourselves in the mirror 
Um, like the major, like that's, that's how we normally see ourselves, uh, is in a mirror, but that's a, that's like a, like our, it's flipped. Yeah. So that's not how other people see us. And so when you see yourself, like it, it, that, that's actually not the norm of like, you know, but that's how you look to other people, which mm-hmm. is, which is just weird stuff. Like, yeah. um, I don't know. I felt like there was a, there was a good place to go with that story, but we are, we all look differently in our heads, we all want to appear differently. Do you ask? Uh, do you ask your couples? This is something that I kind of um, have been thinking about lately. Um, do you ask your couples, like, if they have like specific things like that? Like you mentioned, like your nose. Like I like feel like moles. Like you know, mm-hmm. is there like a certain side? Like do you have certain insecurities? Like I don't come out and ask. Yeah, those things. I don't know how you um, would ask. I just you know? well, I mean, I just want to assume that everybody loves themselves. <laughs> I hate I, myself. I, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I feel like they would tell me if yeah. there was something they really did not okay. like. Yeah. Right. Would you like, would you want your client to tell you something absolutely. like that? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. I want them to love their wedding photos. Right. That's the top priority. Right. So, um yeah, if they didn't like something that I did or yeah. something, you know, a way that they were posed or whatever, yeah. um I would w- absolutely want yeah. to know that. So. Yeah, I think um that was one of the the notes that I wrote down for this is just communication is so huge. And like you can feel awkward, and so it, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it's this balancing act between embracing the awkwardness and communicating when you really are uncomfortable. Because if I ever put somebody in a position or like a pose or give them an action or whatever, and they just they a hundred percent aren't feeling it, I don't want you to continue right. going through it. Like you for <laughs> sure can <laughs> let torture. me. Yeah, you for <laughs> sure can let me know. But there are certain times where I know a certain pose or a certain you know something is going to feel awkward, and I will tell people, and I, I've yeah. said this a lot. Like it feels awkward, but it looks amazing. And like when you're telling people, like dropping a shoulder, sticking your chin out, like all right. of these things, like especially when you're doing. When you're doing like a headshot or like a portrait of one person or like model photos, I think are a little bit different because we're we're in that like you know really fine tuning and tweaking things. Do you fine tune and tweak like couple poses? Typically. Typically. Well, I <laughs> I mean, typically I want to. I yeah. don't always just because my my main goal is I want the couple to feel like themselves yeah. and not. Um, you know, sometimes if you stop to to tweak something, you're kind of interrupting the organic flow of sure. of the shoot. But there's some things where it's like this photo would 100% be the most amazing photo right. of the day. I just want to move yep. your chin down a little yep. bit or I want you to switch the weight, like of yeah. which leg that you're on, right. you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which weight so, should your leg... Your weight should always be on your back like Well, it depends what you're looking for. I think that curves are beautiful. So I always say put your weight on the the leg that's closer to the camera. So we pop that booty out. Pop it out. Pop it out. Pop it out. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah. Um, And all of those things. Yeah. So if you are doing like an engagement session, um, Kristen um, uh, mentioned in the podcast that we did talking about engagement sessions, and I thought this was a brilliant idea. That if you're unable to do an engagement session with your photographer, 
um, to have them come to the rehearsal dinner, do like a mini engagement session or just a couple portraits. I think like anything like that, just to get you more comfortable in front of the camera is fantastic. Great advice. She's a smart cookie. She is. (laughs) I only have smart cookies on the podcast. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Uh, So what else? What are are some other tips for couples out there? Um, All right. So when you're... Um, in the middle of your portrait session, I, um, I think it's a great idea to stop doing what sometimes stop (laughs) doing what your photographer is telling you to do. And if you just feel the need to like kiss your partner, like do it. Like we've got our cameras up, ready to go. We're going to capture that. And you know, it's something real and genuine and you're going to remember that moment and also like love to see that moment back, you know? Um, so if you feel like being spontaneous, um, when we're in the middle of a a session, do it like, yeah, guys, if you feel the need to, you know, do a tish grab, do the tish grab, it'll make her laugh and it'll be a great portrait. Just do it. Just be spontaneous. Be spontaneous. I like that. How do you feel about, uh, Pinterest boards? What's Um, your, what's your, what are your feelings? I I despise. (laughs) Hold on, this this okay. and this is a two part series. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> two part answer. Um, I despise when somebody brings a photo to me and wants to copy it exactly. Um, I like to ask questions about why they like certain things. If it is if it's the light, is it the location, is it the pose? Um, but I don't like to copy things exactly. Like yeah. that's. Ugh. That just, that just doesn't feel good, right? Um, and nine times out of ten, you're not going to like that image right. as much as the original anyways because yeah. a lot of things came together to make that image perfectly. And we're sure. not necessarily going to have all of those elements. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. So I like to see what what your vision is mm-hmm. as a whole um, you know, for your wedding day portraits and be like, yeah, she's got a lot of stuff in here. That's, you know, just a lot of, you know, he's picking her up and he's, you know, twirling her around and lots of movement photos. Great. Like we're going to do a lot of movement photos, but, um, I don't know any, any, um, legit photographer (laughs) (laughs) that wants to copy someone else's photo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That sounds terrible. And it's just, so yeah. And, and the whole thing that like sparked that question and I knew that you were going to answer it that way. And that's why I asked you because that's how I would, that's how I would answer You might've answered it a little bit more eloquently than I would. Um, I have good words. My, like my, my brides, the couples that I work with, um, I'll get, I'll get some like Pinterest boards like every once in a while. But they they all know, and I don't know how they all know, but they'll they'll be like a huge disclaimer, like when they send me their Pinterest board, it's like <laughs> not copying anything here. This is just some inspiration, <laughs> just showing you what I like, and I'm like, no, that's that's fine. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah, to me, like the the spontaneous photos um, that you were talking about, like being in the moment. If you have something that you just want to try. Um, go for it. Mm-hmm. And my my biggest piece of advice, if you're a photographer listening to this and you have a couple and they are being spontaneous or they just try something and maybe it's not in your wheelhouse, maybe it's not something that you would normally have them do, just go with it. Go with it. The worst thing that you can ever do as a photographer when you're photographing anybody, if it's a couple, if it's a single person, if it's a 
group of people is to tell them, hey, no, this is not working. Right. Never, never do that. <laughs> Hopefully your photographer does not do that. Um, but just go with it. The worst thing that happens is you take the photo and you're out the time or the, you know, the money if you're shooting film that it took you to take that photo and then just move on into something else. But I, I mean, I, I don't, I can't think of any time where like a couple has said to me like, you know, Hey, we want to try this or like, you know, while we're kind of in that creative mo- mode, um, I love that. And I feel like it is kind of a collaboration yeah. and, and sometimes like you're just in that collaboration and I, I love being there, um, because it's, it's about them too. And, you know, I, I would never want like a couple, like, you know, to put them into a pose that they normally wouldn't do or, you know, something that they wouldn't do because then, well, they're going to look at this photo and be like, well, who, who are these people? Right. This is us. Yeah. We wouldn't normally do this. This is weird. Right. We felt awkward. Our photographer made us do this weird thing. <laughs> and now we have a photo of it and we can laugh at it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Brilliant. So embracing the awkwardness, engagement sessions, for sure. Um, one of the things that I was, I was kind of thinking about, um, also that kind of goes along with what you're saying is just being able to trust your photographer. Absolutely. And you like, sometimes we are going to tell you to do weird things or you might think like, Hey, this is a little bit crazy. Why is he telling me to do this? Why is he laying down in the middle of a ditch? And like, <laughs> I would never have a couple lay down in the middle of a ditch, but I'm consistently laying down in the ditch or something. Um, you have to have trust in your photographer. Yeah. And if you, if you don't fire that photographer, hire another photographer that you can trust. And I think that kind of goes along with the, the whole Pinterest boards thing too is that if you find yourself pinning a whole bunch of photos that look completely different than the type that your photographer takes, this is kind of a red flag. Right. And maybe we should have thought of this before we hired our photographer. Yeah. So you haven't, if you haven't hired a photographer and you have a Pinterest board, like does your Pinterest board kind of look like your photographer's portfolio or their website or the work that they do? Um, because I don't know, like I, you just said, like, I don't want to steal, I just don't want to copy somebody else's photo. Yeah. That doesn't sound fun. And that goes back to the communication thing too, where if you love, um, like a photographer's portfolio, but there's something that you're not super crazy about, like, um, I actually had someone say to me, like, I, you know, I love the work that you do, but there's one thing that I don't like. And that's when... The bridesmaids are all like posed in like a Vogue pose together. Yeah. Like everyone's, you know, Ooh, just in a line. I love doing that yeah, stuff. Like I love yeah. sculpting <laughs> those types of moments. But um, this one part, yeah. this one girl is like, that's not my jam. And I'm like, that's okay, awesome. cool. Just yeah. no problem. We won't do that. There's plenty right. of other things to do yeah. besides that. So if so, yeah, if somebody told me that, I would not be offended. I'd be like, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So yeah, t- tell your photographer that, and especially um, if if you're looking through, and you should, and I think you should do this if you're looking through 
your photographer's blog posts or like full weddings that they've done and they consistently do a type of shot that you just aren't a huge fan of for whatever reason, hey, we can save you time on your wedding day by not doing Right, not that wasting one. time on Let's a shot Let's do something that you're else. Like. Yeah, t- tell me what yeah. you'd rather do. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's cool I though. Um, that's And I, I think that that's really cool that you're... Uh, that your clients feel that, um, you know, that sense of trust or whatever with you and that they're able to say that, that speaks, that speaks a lot for, for you as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Uh, what else you got on there? You got some more stuff for us? Uh, Yeah. There's always more stuff. Um, okay. So when, when you first hire your photographer, um, get them involved in your timeline for mm. the day. Um, photographers, they're like one of their favorite things. Oh, probably their favorite thing <laughs> is light, yeah. <laughs> like good quality light. Yeah. Um, and great portraits just don't exist without quality light. Um, typically, you know, we like to do portraits around sunset time cause yeah. that's when the light is the prettiest. So if you're setting up your ceremony, a couple hours before, you know, like three or sure. four hours before sunset, you know, it might throw some things off a little bit. Just get them involved, get their opinion, because if you're investing a lot of money um, in your photography, you want to definitely, um, you know, talk to your photographer and, yeah. on, you know, what, how they're going to deliver the best photos to you. Right. Um, so, you know, if you do need to have a ceremony that's a little bit earlier in the day, um, you know, your photographer might say, okay, we're going to do portrait session. Like I, like, how do you feel about doing sunset photos? Like we'll skip it at this time and then go out later. So get, get your photographer involved in the timeline rather than just making one up with your planner and then saying, this is what we're doing. And you're like, surprise. surprise. <laughs> and then yeah. I'll go, surprise. Um, five minutes for photos. All right, let's talk about some expectations here. Yeah. Or like the same thing too. Like sure. if you're getting married in January oh, or yeah. February and your ceremony is not till five thirty. It's like dark then afterwards. So, you know, your photographer is going to be able to give suggestions about, you know, or at least give you expectations. Like, so, you know, if you're not doing a first look, your portraits are going to be nighttime portraits, just so you know. Yeah. So, um, definitely get your photographer involved in the timeline. Yeah. I think, uh, I think expectations are super important. Uh, and then also just having an enough time, like everything that we've talked about up into this point, like the communication, the trust, the giving yourself time like to be awkward and you know and be spontaneous like all of these things take time yeah and they they can't ha- they can't all just like as good as i am as a photographer i can't take somebody through that entire process of like not being comfortable at all in front of the camera, embracing the awkwardness, being spontaneous, trusting me. I can't do all of that in like 10 seconds. Yeah. Maybe 15 seconds. <laughs> I need at least 15 seconds. I need at least 15 <laughs> seconds. Uh, so, and, and every photographer is different and we all have different processes as well. And we all have different ideas as far as like what kind of time that we need. So if you're if you're asking your photographer, I think I think the best thing that you can do is ask your photographer, "Hey, these weddings that I'm looking at on your website, 
these photos that are just absolutely freaking amazing, how much time is it going to take to make that photo? Because in, in our world, it takes like a fraction of a, t- a second. It's like one two hundredth of a second. That's how long it took to make that photo. But there was a whole right. lot of buildup right. to get there. Right. So, so ask them, I think first ask them, hey, like, you know, what is the amount of time? And then if you can't do that, or if maybe photography isn't your biggest priority, and then I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> um, and this one in particular, that's kind of weird. Uh, but if it's, if it's not, or you do have like other constrictions, constrictions, constraints, constraints is go. probably better. <laughs> if you have other constraints, say, hey, like, okay, this is the amount of time that we have. And then what can I expect out of that amount of time? Yeah. And then if you go into it knowing and having the proper expectations and you have that communication with your photographer, I think it's going to go a lot better for both of you. And then when you get all of your wedding photos, you're not going to be like, oh man, I really thought we were going to have more or different poses or different locations or you know, whatever, because, hey, that's just how much time we had on the day. Right. And if, you know, we've got a really, you know, constricted time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If we've got a really small time to shoot, you know, your bride and groom portraits on the the day of your wedding, like that also limits how far we can travel to, you know, certain locations on the property. Um, you know, like we might just be able to head out of the church door and like just right outside the church. That's sure. all you get. Like we yeah. only got five minutes. Yeah. If you want more than two photos, you know, we've got to, we've got to be someplace close. So yeah. What do you, um, I don't think this, I don't think this was on your, uh, on your very well, um, <laughs> written chicken scratch, chicken scratched, uh, <laughs> notes. I think you're the, I think you're the only person so far who's got, no, I think I'll take that back. You're one of very few people who've come in with notes so far. Um, but I don't think this is on there. Um, can we talk about locations and like going to multiple locations and what kind of input do you like to have in that process? What are some things that couples can do um, if they really want amazing portraits? What are some of the types of locations or things to consider yeah. in that whole thing? Yeah, well, um, you know, first, like if you have, um, if you've, done your venue like you've booked your venue and there's like this gorgeous I don't know like there's a lake with a water fountain and you know like you that's where you want to do your your portraits at like tell your photographer that's where you want to take your portraits (laughs) at and if they haven't already done they haven't already shot there Mm -hmm. or if they um you know they need to go do a venue visit to see this place they need to see what time of day they're going to be shooting there too and they can make suggestions based off of the light it might not turn out the way that you want it that you think it's going to turn out so Mm your photographer, your if it's a legit photographer, a legit is going photographer. to make recommendations based on, you know, the time of day and the location. Um, sometimes, you know, a beautiful garden is, you know, a backdrop of, you know, these beautiful flowers and stuff is not going to look as pretty as something else with better light at that time sure. of day. Yeah. Um, if you did not hire a legitimate photographer, <laughs> uh, one of the things that, that I would kind of recommend is uh, go back and hire a legitimate photographer. <laughs> no, um, step one. <laughs> step one. Step one. You've already no, but I, I like. Um, 
I get that Laura and myself are not able to shoot every single wedding. So <laughs> if you if you hired somebody else and and you are concerned about this or you are um, you're doing your own site visit without your photographer, and and I I don't necessarily. Um, ever feel like I have to go and look at a venue beforehand. I can do that very quickly on the day. But one of the things that I would kind of recommend is we've talked about sunset photos and um, just looking at where the sun is going to be setting um, on your particular day. And the sun sets generally in the West. Generally. Generally, um, depending on where you are (laughs) in the world. But but it does vary. Quite considerably, actually. Like I, this this whole thing shocked me. I, I don't know. I always thought like it's just dead west is like where it sets, but it actually doesn't. Like in the winter time, it like varies, and then like so it's it's crazy. So there's tons of apps <laughs> and things like that out there um, that you can check out, and that may be something too when you are just thinking about where you actually want to have your ceremony. Um, is is which direction the sun is going to set uh, in as well. Um, but yeah, as far as do you do you shoot a lot of weddings where you're going to multiple locations for photos? Like I've had I've had a few. I'd say like maybe maybe every year like four or five weddings like we'll get on a we'll jump on a trolley or something and we'll hit up like a few different spots um are do you do you have that experience too or are most of your weddings like at one location or just like the ceremony and reception um i feel like like i I've, I've done those you know mm-hmm. i i agree it's a couple times a year where you know we just load up on a trolley or whatever and you know just go to a, a separate location um i've also had it where it was just the bride and groom that you know we sure. were at like cannery and we're like let's go over to the bridge to take some yeah. night portraits yeah. even which was beautiful nice. um but i feel like most of the time venues are it's either like you know, church and reception mm-hmm. at a different location, or it's all in one place. Yeah. Um, and we don't typically have a ton of time to to go to different um, to go to different locations. Yeah. But when we do, I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited <laughs> when people work that into their timeline. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I feel I feel like uh, mostly like Catholic. I want to say like mo- like most of the weddings that I do, where it's like a bunch of different locations, it's because it was a Catholic. Um, ceremony and like they had a mass that day too and so like there's kind of a gap forced into the timeline I don't think most of my couples are like hey let's ride around on a trolley for four (laughs) hours where do you want to go John I just want to go to the bar I think there's gonna be great photos to be had there absolutely that's always going to be my suggestion uh yeah so when uh when you're doing when you're doing photos uh at all at the same if you have your ceremony and reception at the same location i think that does make things a lot easier for photos for your timeline it gives you some more time it cuts down on travel time which people never think that like oh it's gonna take us like 10 minutes to get from here to here no it's not it's gonna take you like two hours because <laughs> like people are gonna like not want to leave from one spot and then they're gonna like get in their cars and somebody's car is gonna be locked yeah. and the keys are gonna be in your yeah. purse and I where's your where's your keys for some reason they don't make wedding dresses with pockets 
That to me Not seems enough. like a missed opportunity. There are some, but <laughs> there are some. But. Yeah, but not yeah. That, not if enough. I was if I was a wedding dress designer, or just all a designer, pockets. all pockets. I think pockets just are like super twenty functional. pockets. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Uh, where were we? What were you talking Tangent. about? Tangents. Uh, find a wedding dress um, with pockets so that you can put your keys in them. No, you should not be driving. Or you should not have your keys at all on your wedding day. If you do, something <laughs> went wrong in in the planning process. I also this is another this is another big tangent. This has absolutely well. Actually, no. I'm going to tie it back in. Here we go. All right. Uh, I personally do not believe that brides or grooms uh, should have their cell phones on the wedding day. What is I'm, your opinion? I agree. I concur. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I like I it's it's been it's been a long time, but I, I feel like a lot of the first weddings that I was photographing, um, maybe I just wasn't assertive enough, or maybe the brides didn't have good planners, or maybe the brides just really liked being on their cell phones. But like so many of the photos, like they're on their phones and they're like yelling at like the caterer, like, where are you right now? Like, this is not your right. job. How many, how many phones your... have you had to sh- Photoshop oh. out of the groom's pants? I've gotten, I've gotten super much. good. <laughs> I've gotten super good to the point where, like, a couple guys have, like, caught me staring at their crotchal regions. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm just checking to make sure that there aren't any bulges that should not be there. <laughs> This podcast definitely has the explicit label on it for sure. Uh, but I, that, that is so we've, t- we've tied it back in perfectly. So a very practical tip for when you are taking portraits is not to have like things in your pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, no hair ties on wrists. Oh man. Oh my gosh. Hair ties on wrists. Uh, what other, what other little things are you looking for like that? I think the pockets is a big one. Um, no hair ties. Yeah. Anything, anything? I feel like those, I are, those the are the two. two those are the two ones. main ones. Yeah. Everything else is like, and you know, I mean, you might have like a little a curl out of place or something, right. but yeah. I'll cut. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty good at catching that. But man, the hair sure. ties and phones. Yeah. Those should just. They have no place. <laughs> they have no place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you should, you should, uh, get rid of those very on, very early on in the day. What about like other people when you are, this just popped into my head when you're doing like a portrait session, how do you feel about like other people? Like if you're just focused on the couple at that point, how do you feel about other people being around? I think it depends on the couple and it depends what has happened earlier in that day. If, um, if I know that my couple has been just a little bit stressed out by other people's <laughs> craziness, uh, yeah. I think that everybody should leave. Yeah. <laughs> if they've been, um, you know, if like your bridesmaids or groomsmen have been just getting amazing, you know, have just been making you smile all mm-hmm. day. Yeah. They, I think that they should be there yeah. for the portraits. Absolutely. One, one thing that I'll kind of try to be scouting out for early on in the day is a bridesmaid to get on my side yeah, uh, and like who I can like recruit, who I know is like a really good friend who 
um, who is just makes them feel even more comfortable and who can also be like my second pair of eyes and be looking out for like a, a hair that's out of place or something like that. And, and really is like my ally. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it is kind of like a fine line to walk because at some point we're going to get past the, you know, the smiling, looking at the camera and kind of walking and, you know, being awkward photos. And we're going to get like some pretty intimate poses. And if, if we have somebody there who like literally can't just be goofing off and like can't be like <laughs> making laugh and stuff, then maybe that's not the person that we want there. But that is, that is like a huge consideration of like, who do you want to have around you on your wedding day? And I think that just goes into picking a good bridal party, but, um, but then, and letting your photographer know as well. Like I tell my couples, Hey, like I want to be the bad guy on the wedding day. If there is, some, <laughs> if there is like some person who like you just had to put in the bridal party because mm-hmm. like, that's your you know, that's your significant others, like whoever, or like, you know, you used to be close and now you're not so much yeah. anyway. Or like, it's, you know, your crazy Anne or something like that. <laughs> let me be the bad guy and let me say, Hey, we've kind of transitioned into like a, just a couple's portrait time. And, and my, uh, my process is it's just me and the couple. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way, but I'll be the bad guy and say that to whoever to get anybody out of right. the way. Or you can just say, you guys are free to go drink or, you know, you're like, you're free right. to go to the party. <laughs> like, get out of here. Bye-bye. You yeah. know, like. <laughs> that usually gets <laughs> people going. like, we've got like just a couple more shots, guys, and then like y'all can leave. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that's like typically what I do if, if uh, yeah. I know that they're going to not make the portrait experience better. Yeah. <laughs> but but sometimes they totally can and shout out to all the brides who have um tossed veils or, you know, held the the bouquet or whatever for me in previous weddings um and just kind of held me out and been like an additional assistant for me. Yeah. And I and I love that. And, and so much appreciated. Oh, it's it's super appreciated. Um, I would totally buy you all drinks, but then we're in an open bar and we just all drink for free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I think, um, and just having people kind of look out for those things, having a photographer who's done this enough that knows, Hey, like we've got to make sure that before your first look and your portraits, you don't have a hair tie on and that your cell phone is somewhere else. I think that's really important. Just leaving behind anything that's a distraction so that you can, be in this moment as much as possible is so important. And I've started giving, I, I give a lot of speeches, obviously. <laughs> uh, I started giving one speech before, I actually haven't done it recently. I don't know why, but I was giving it a lot last year where before either like an engagement session or couples portrait time, I would, uh, I would just be like, hey, this is like super crazy, awesome important, no pressure, but like these photos are going to be the photos that like your kids and grandkids and like (laughs) people look at like hundreds of years from now. So like, if you're going to hug each other, like freaking hug each other, like you mean it, if you're going to kiss each other, just go for it. Like Mm -hmm. if you're going to tell each other that like you love each other or something like really mean it. And I get that it's weird at least for a few minutes because like I'm there and I'm taking photographs, but the more that you can get into that and the more that you can just be like, wow, this is so cool. 
and you know somebody wants to be with me so much that we're doing this crazy thing and we're taking photos of it like just be in that and be in that moment and just get rid of all the other distractions and if that's people cell phones whatever um just get rid of all that yeah, stuff yeah and well and that's kind of a segue into another thing that i Ooh. had written down is um you know, I we know that you're so excited to join the party. Like, if you're taking your portraits, like right after um, the ceremony, and we know you're excited to get to the re- um, to the reception. You know, we're, we know that you're hungry. Oh yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> All of these things. Um, but just what the one thing that can really throw off your photographer. I know it throws me off. Is if I can tell, like, you're just kind of like antsy to mm. not be doing the portraits yeah. anymore, even if you know. If I know that I have 10 minutes, like I, I need you with I'm me for 10 minutes. 10 yeah, 10 minutes. And, exactly. And, 10, and maybe yeah, an time. extra minute or two. Yeah. Um, but the moment that I start to feel that you're not emotionally involved in the portraits anymore, um, that like kind of like keeps me from doing my best job for sure. you because yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of a distraction and I'm like super excited to, to be photographing you. But if you're not super excited to be photographed, it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> well, I uh, guess we can be done now. And right. then that's just kind of a bummer. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, you're investing in these portraits, just like be there for them. Um, let your, you know, let your photographer do their, do their job. Couples portraits, is that your favorite part of the the wedding day or like your favorite like deliverable? I mean, yeah. 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 Like most photographers, like this it's is It's hard like, to pick. There's so oh, yeah. many parts of the day yeah. that I absolutely love. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's my, my, my. Your time to shine. My like, time this to is, shine. Yeah. 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 Like, like I just, yeah. I cannot wait to, to just direct and, right. and make some magic happen. And, for sure. and like, if you, if you go through Laura Callen's Instagram, like it is literally like 90 plus percent, <laughs> like couple portraits. Yeah. Mine's like all <laughs> over the place, but you're like, that's what you yeah. show. And so yeah. I would have to imagine that that's what couples hire you for as well, because you get hired for the type of work that you're showing. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it is, I think it's super important being in the moment not trying to rush through things. There's a million things going on. So if you if you are that type of person like me, who is just like, oh, shiny things, squirrel, like, oh, <laughs> there's people like drinking and dancing and having a good time. Like, I want to be a part of that. Well, have that conversation with your photographer when you're building out your timeline and so that that's not a thing. And so probably that means you're doing a first look. And that's not the worst thing that can <laughs> that can right. happen on a wedding day. Um, but then you're able to go in and, and enjoy all of the rest of that. So I don't know. That's to me, like it's 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 so important just having those photos. Ha- but not only having the photos, but I think about it more and more. And I I don't think I ever realized this, but I was also when I was telling couples, hey, I need this time. Because you like you liked me enough to hire me, and this is what I need to do in order to do this. So I'm setting aside a significant chunk of your wedding day where it's just the two of you. And you guys are making out. You're being silly. <laughs> you're cuddling. Yeah. You're holding each other really close. You're grabbing each other's butts. You're doing all this kind <laughs> all of stuff. All the butt grabbing. So much butt grabbing. Um, 
But if I didn't <laughs> do that, if I didn't do that, if I didn't say, hey, you need this time to do this, chances are pretty good that on your wedding day, you're not going to do those things. And that's sad to me because if I was going to marry somebody, that would be why I would be marrying somebody, right? So I don't know, like it's, it's important for the photos. It's important if you want really great portraits, but also if you step back and think of it, not just as like, Hey, we're doing this because our photographer said we had to do this. Mm-hmm. Our photographer said we had to have like an hour set aside for, you know, us going around and grabbing each other's butts. <laughs> but like, but no, you're like out there like, and you're really doing it and you're really going for it. Then I don't know. Every time you look back at those photos, it's not going to be like, oh, this is an amazing photo because I hired an amazing photographer. My hope would be that you're looking back at those photos and you're like, wow, this is an amazing photo because I got to grab somebody's butt for like an hour. Exactly. That's the quote of the whole. That's it, podcast. right? That, that, I mean, Everybody, write that down. If we had started, <laughs> if again, if we had started with that, that was. I know we could have just ended there. That would have been a very <laughs> short podcast. Oh man! But too like, like just kind of going off of what you said there. Um, if you're not doing a first look, that I'd love time, to see how you segue away from butt grabbing. <laughs> Oh, it's not nearly as good. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like that might be the first time of the day that you get to spend alone and oh, the only time yeah. of the day that you basically get to be alone with your significant other. Yeah. Think about that. Like that's yeah. why, you know, if you're not doing the first look, that's the first time you get to actually like talk to them and be yeah. with them and embrace them. Yeah. So make it like. Make it count. Make it count. And I've, I've never been married, um, but I have talked to a lot of married couples afterwards. And man, this podcast is getting super explicit. But <laughs> I, like, I always had it, maybe like as a kid, I guess, I always had this idea in my head that um, you like go and I don't know, maybe, it, maybe it's this way for some people, but you like go to the wedding, you get married, and then like you have this super awesome intimate like sex party afterwards. <laughs> Laura K. Allen is so regretting. I just having turned agreed. like eight shades oh, of red. Man. Your your face is the is the color that your hair normally is. Uh, so but, where are you going with that? So here's where I'm going with this is that every couple that I have talked to <laughs> afterwards, uh, after their wedding, that has not been the case. <laughs> they get to the hotel room, and then they have like a 4 a.m. flight the next morning, and right. they got to the hotel. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. They've got like two hours, and you know maybe they want to do some butt grabbing, but... <laughs> They literally just pass out on like because they're exhausted. And so where I was going with this is that I think the cool thing about what we do and when we're asking for time on a wedding day with just the two of you is that we are create we are creating the necessity for the two of you to actually spend that time. And like you said, that can be the only time that you spend together on your wedding day, which is crazy because this is this is the whole reason that you're doing it. Right. So I don't know. Um, you know, take advantage of that time. Plan out some really fun things. Uh, I'll throw this out there. Um, 
I'm thinking of a specific couple right now, and you'll know who you are if you hear this story. But they had, um, for their like first look and like couple portrait session, they had like some gifts that they were giving to each other. They had um, they had a bottle of whiskey that they that they shared during during that time. They had letters that they read, like all of these cool things. And that just makes my job hella easy because, like, now there's all this cool stuff happening and I just stand back with a long lens and shoot all of it. But for them, this is the one time on that wedding day where they're, like, really spending great quality time and they're doing stuff that's really fun and meaningful for them, too. So I think if if I was going to sum that up into, like, another tip for you guys... Um, if there is something that you really like to do, um, the, the couple that I just photographed, uh, their engagement session on, they, they redo each other every single night before bed. And so what do we do on their engagement session? Like we got a whole bunch of books and they, and they oh, read. So yeah, like anything like that, that's so more meaningful me to you. Me and Michael would just watch Netflix. Just yeah. Like on the wedding I don't know. Go, go, just, go to a Preds game. Uh, yeah. We would just go to a Preds go game. A Preds We'd be like, hold up everybody. Dress. Yeah. <laughs> Take <laughs> the whole wedding. <laughs> just throw my jersey on yeah. over my wedding dress. Yeah. No big here's, deal. Here's it's Mike totally Fisher. Like <laughs> Pecorine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who are not in Nashville and have no idea that what we're talking about, uh, Laura K. Allen and I are both huge, huge. Nashville Predators fans. Yes. They're playing tonight. They're going to win tonight. And this will be... Nice. Uh, I'm not going to jinx it, but they currently have... Uh, they, they have tied the franchise record for most wins. Most wins in a row. So tonight, big night. Is, wait, most excited. wins in a row or most wins? It's uh, most consecutive wins. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. 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 They've, and they've Fish won. is coming back, baby. This will be his first home game. This will be his first home game. Yeah. That's why I got tickets. Super fantastic. But yeah. I don't know. Um, but in court, I don't know. I, I'm not going to plan out your wedding day portraits. <laughs> um, unless you want to hire me as your wedding photographer. <laughs> but uh, no, just spend some time and, and think about stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, if there are things that, that you love to do and, you know, incorporate that. I don't know, maybe maybe do like watch some Netflix on your wedding day. <laughs> Why not? Like I, it, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but there is nothing sacred about a wedding other than like what you bring into it or what your religious beliefs about the sacredness of the uh the ceremony are. So if you like, if you want to, if you want to watch a Netflix show on your wedding day, <laughs> and you want your photographer there, and we'll just snap have a like the photos, office playing all day long. It's I it's mean. not it's not a bad idea. I mean, at least like <laughs> while you're getting ready, um, have some Light Steve Carell. Yeah. Like that's what she said in the backgrounds. Oh, yes. Some Walking Dead for you. Yeah. yeah. Gotta have zombies on your wedding Gotta day. have some zombies. <laughs> Incorporate things that are that Cat are fun videos. to you. Cat videos. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Find that thing that's that's meaningful to the two of you. Incorporate that into your wedding day and into your photographs. And and I guarantee you, um, your photographer will be excited about it. And if you bring them that and you say, hey, like this is something that we normally do together. My, my brain is literally like going a mile a minute trying to figure out how I can incorporate those things into an, an actual like wedding day and what those couple portraits would look like yeah. for you. So like that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no pressure. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's, I don't know. Uh, anything else that you want to add? We've, we've talked yeah, about Yeah, I will add that add, if you can get thing. Nash, yeah. the, the Predator's um, mascot, to show up to my wedding, you can photograph my wedding. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, done. That's, that's easy. If Nash will that's officiate easy. my ceremony. <laughs> that's easy. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Uh, was that really what you wanted to add? Did you have anything no, um, else? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, I think that's yeah. pretty much it. You know? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, well, so we did, we did kind of go off the rails there at the <laughs> end as we always do. Yeah. But yeah, into the, it's like to summarize really just, it's, it's about time communication being yourself, I think is a big part of it too. Uh, you want to look back at your wedding photos and you want them to be something that like that makes you happy and brings you joy and it's like hey this is why i married this person i don't know but uh (laughs) if if you found this helpful uh if you enjoyed this podcast uh, i would definitely recommend checking out uh laura's work Uh, again on instagram she's at laura k allen photo and uh, you can also continue the conversation over at theawesomeweddingpodcast.com. Until next time, I hope you are out there enjoying your time being engaged right now to your significant other. And I don't know, just watching some Netflix and chilling and uh, maybe doing some butt grabs. But all the butt grabs. Yeah. <laughs>